This is going to be a good 20 minute episode. Yeah, we do not have a lot of material here. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm going to be great. It would be great. Hey, JP. Hey, Steve. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. Tired. Uh, it's late. It's Saturday. Sa- is it Saturday? It is Saturday. We show, are. Me your, show me your wrist again. Yep. What? A very poor flexibility. What's that? Oh, what is this? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I got a sticker on me. It looked like you had some crazy boil on oh, your wrist. That was gross. I apparently got a sticker on my wrist. From? The blood pressure machine at oh, CVS. Cool. Yeah, 122 over 60. 123 over 62. 123 over 62. I did pretty yeah, well. Yeah, 64 resting heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Champion. Heart of a champion. Heart of a champion. So uh, this is what we do point. on this. <laughs> <laughs> this is point by point where we uh, consider life's questions. Something, something, something. And spoil a movie. Yeah. So what, let's get started. Let's get started. Yep. How's your week? It was good. Uh, I went camping in the Adirondacks with my wife's family. We also celebrated our one-year anniversary. Oh. And you were about to tell me about the book you've been reading, about five love languages. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. Five love languages. <laughs> First one is dopey. Second <laughs> one is sleepy. Yep. Uh, am I really talking about What this? about Doc? Was he a... I was just going to say, was he a curmudgeon? <laughs> what... How does that relate? <laughs> That's angry. It's sleepy o'clock. Um, yeah, five little languages. I guess I can talk about it. <laughs> I mean, or we could talk about your trip to DC or or my trip camping. Both, no, so I think five love, like, ooh, five love languages mm. is an important book. Uh, and it's about how people interpret love and how they see love being expressed to them in life and how people have different perspectives on that. Mm. I think it's really valuable. How did you discover this book? Uh, you know, one of the podcasts I listened to, I think it was like achieve your goals podcast or something like that. Really? Yeah. Wow. They talk, I mean, a lot of, uh, personal development people talk about relationships and I mean, your, your life is a multifaceted thing, obviously. Hmm. Uh, and you have work and you have, uh, your relationships with friends, you have love relationships, you have like your goals for life. And so all these different things have tons of different, mm, uh, Steve is eating a spoonful of peanut butter, uh, local company, nuts and more. (laughs) Get your nuts here. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, so they talk about different aspects of life. It's not just about like success or, you know, achieving goals or whatever. Um, it's also about having success in your romantic relationships and with your friendly relationships too. I mean, love languages, like the way people feel love doesn't have to be, um, like more of a romantic love. It can also be friendship. It can be even working with people and understanding what makes them tick. Anyways. Agape. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Phileo. Pedophilia. Boo. <laughs> you had me, you had me at a gap. Sorry, pedophileo. Pedophileo. I think phileo is another form of love. It might be, is the, it, is it the, the, it's familiar, but oh, it's like I phileo strawberries, I phileo tacos, I phileo fish. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, we're gonna have to get, there's another one you're gonna have to talk about later. I feel like we should be riding scooters around here or maybe segways because that was a great one. Ooh. Oh. 
boy. Uh, it was a good segue into what? Into uh, so, what are the five love languages? Uh, the five love languages are um, quality time, mm-hmm. uh, so acts of mm. uh, gifts, okay. acts of gifts, <laughs> not acts of gifts, uh, like gift giving. Mm-hmm. So, like being given a gift shows love. Uh, Oh man, I hope I remember all of them. It has been a little while since I've read it. Um, the other one is acts of service. Acts of service. Yeah, that's yep. yes, that's that was the one I was trying to think of. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then the other two are physical touch mm-hmm. and words of kindness. Ooh, yeah, yeah, affirmation. Yeah, affirmation. Exactly. Um, what do you think you are? Uh, what do, What do I think I am as far as receiving? Like what? Yeah. yeah. No, as as giving. <laughs> well, I mean, that's this one too, isn't it? What you, how you give? Well, I mean, mm-hmm. usually you give love in some format of the way you actually want to receive it, oh. and you have to learn. I mean, that's the point of the love language is learning how to give love to other people in the way they receive it. Oh, you know, so like I I think that you know my wife Nicole and I have very different ways of receiving love, and you know that's something that I try to work on mm-hmm. is catering more towards what I think her uh, format is because <laughs> yeah. she's a, she's a digital medium. Anyways, what do you think? Are? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, probably quality time. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, and anything that gives me more time back. I mean, it's typically just like, there's like typically one, <laughs> You might have like a secondary, yeah, I think and you can't also you can't make them up. No, well, I mean, like uh, <laughs> anything that gives me time back. Um, I'm the time trickster. Well, I, give me my time back. Give me my yeah. I mean, the magic is my second love language. <laughs> yeah, it seems, seems like it. Time travel. <laughs> so what do you time stoppers? Like if there was a watch that you could turn and, and stop the time. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually like stopped all the time around you, but then at one point you break it by accident, and now time is frozen forever. Exactly. And like the movie Inception to me, when they went hella deep, and then the old guy was there, and the top stopped spinning. Right. Or actually, kept... you never saw it stop spinning. Oh, you never saw the top stop spinning. Yeah. Hmm. And that's that new. Who was the guy in the end? Was song? that Ross Al Ghul or was that Leonardo DiCaprio older? Who at the end of Inception? The, the old, old guy? guy. Yeah. Is that him in his mind? He's not old. I thought he was. I thought it's it was just like, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, it's him again. Yeah. Wait, tell me how it ends. Oh yeah. <laughs> he thinks he gets out of it. Yeah. And then oh, he wakes up on that beach at like the edge of consciousness, right? Yeah. He's there for a while, but he, he lives in that place for like 50 years or something oh my or he dies there. Uh, oh yeah. And then at the end of the movie, he, f- he spins that thing and he goes to see his kids, but like, Oh, and it doesn't, maybe... The you don't whole, see it stop spinning. Because the point is, it doesn't matter whether or not it's... Yeah. Because that's a Christopher Nolan movie, right? Yeah, and he's just like, whatever. It doesn't matter. You love my movies. At the end of the day, what the answer was, it's the answer that he wants. Because Christopher Nolan loves subjective reality. Does he? I think so. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it tends to be, like, the perspective of the movie, even though it's shot in the third person, because most movies are, they'd be really bad first person. Yeah. I think... Um, but actually, they did that a little bit in the movie Gamer. It's a terrible oh, movie. Don't really? say that movie. It's Blair very Witch bad. Project too. Oh yeah, never saw it. But I the heard second one. Bad things. Second one, <laughs> where the witch is holding the camera. 
<laughs> I found this camera in the woods and I'm scaring some children. Oh, look oh, at Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel, we're going to go there right from the start, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I make my gingerbread house. And we, we find out the witch as she, she turns the camera around 45 minutes in to face her. It's actually Werner Herzog. Oh man! <laughs> and he's been the making, reason I've made this film. Yeah, he's been making a documentary the whole time. <laughs> I, I don't know why I did it in this voice, but I don't know why I made this film. Uh, I can't talk like him. I, yeah, I, I can't either. It's okay. I always devolve into Bjork when I'm trying to sound like Vanna Vanna Hotsog. He does too. That's the weird thing. I made this v- film. These are bad. I've, I've <laughs> ma- I made this film. Who am I? Listen to my voice. What, what is this transforming this into? The sound of my voice. It is not a television. It is. It's like a magic. Anyway, um, so you got a little like Irish oh, there, so like, at co- the end. Of course I do. I cannot. Oh, it's do a little it. Irish. Oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> I'm Werner Orzhog, aren't oh. I? <laughs> you are. You are. Oh, you're. Actually, uh, my I feel like my Irish accent, which is not good, but no, it's bad. It got uh, much better. It got better while after being in Ireland. You know, big surprise. Anyways, yeah, mine too. Uh, so, uh, quality time. Anything that gives me back time. Inception <laughs> down the rabbit hole of things. So quality time, probably. Yeah, I think seconds. I, words of affirmation make me wildly uncomfortable, but that also may mean that like that's a good thing. Yeah, but who knows? Uh, what are you? Uh, words of, uh, words of affirmation for sure. Mm. So someone says, what, what kind of, uh, are you like written? Are you more like people speaking them to you? Does context matter? Does it matter who does it have to be like, does it matter more if it's people you respect or is it actually better to receive words of affirmation from a stranger who like witnessed you in a circumstance and called you out on it? Um, Kind of all the above, I guess. I mean, like you said, uh, I know it's such a weak answer, but all the above. Kind of like you said, when people are doing it like one-on-one, like people I know or like peers or, you know, bosses or whatever. um, That's weird that I have bosses now. But uh, to, because I didn't use to before, Mm -hmm. but for them to say like, you know, uh, words of affirmation or whatever uh, does also make me very uncomfortable. I've had to learn over the years. I feel like to be able to accept like kind words or praise or whatever without just being like like trying to like eject eject. Is there a button to like yeah. get me out of here? Like I just I just needed to be out of there, and I was just like you know thank you I appreciate that and like I may not totally recognize it, but obviously you see something so that's fine. But um, <laughs> I say those words. Uh, yeah, you that's fine. Something. You see something, so that's fine. That's fine. I don't think I don't see it, but thank you. Um, I, I guess. Uh, whatever. No, I just say thank you. Um, or You're I try to welcome. Help. I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Why wow, you did a really great job. Uh, duh. <laughs> Born to do it. <laughs> Born to do great jobs. Uh, and so, but like with like love relationships, obviously love relationship singular with Nicole, like, I realized that I do like it when she says nice things about what I do or like, you know, just like says like, Oh, thank you for doing that thing. Like for some people, like it being unspoken is not that important. And I've, I've come to terms with the fact that it it is important to me. Like I do appreciate that and Mm -hmm. want that. Um, 
I think second for me is probably quality time actually. Hmm. Yeah. As like a secondary, but for you, it's like quality time all the way. I think so. Yeah. And anything that gets me more quality time. Hmm. So like sometimes an act of service can translate really well into being able to have more quality time. Mm-hmm. So like if someone was to, for example, like if I was like planning on doing the dishes and then someone did the dishes for me so that I was able to actually like do something else that I really wanted to do or spend time with someone that I really wanted to spend time with, like yeah. that active service in support of like giving me some time back is a big thing. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's like, you know, one of the things that I realized for me is like, I think the biggest gift anybody can ever give me is time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I do not do any of my own laundry. Because ah, you want to keep your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first first raise I ever got. That was the one lifestyle. Really? You started like doing handing off? Like, what do you do with your laundry? I drop it off, do like a wash and fold service for a price per pound, and they do it. Really? Wash it, they fold it, they dry it, all that. <laughs> Give it back to me. It's like nicely organized in plastic bags. I just put it in the proper drawers, and I'm done. In the plastic bags? Oh, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> I take them out. out of the plastic bags. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't realize I had to walk you through. So to make a peanut butter sandwich, first you have to uh, go and plant the, the wheat seeds in the ground. Yeah. After fertilizing the ground. Yeah. Uh, fertilizer comes from uh, an animal. Yeah. And you, you have to. Where does that animal come from? Uh, the animal comes from God who spit out the animal at the beginning. He spit him out? Whoa. Yep. Out of nothing, God made all the creatures that dwelleth upon the earth, except for snakes, because they are an abomination upon the Lord. Yeah. Because as we all know, the snakes used to, to have legs and they used to talk. But this is not the first time we've talked about snake, <laughs> snakes having arms and legs. <laughs> On the podcast? On the podcast, 100%. Oh, I'm pretty sure last week in our what is probably now a one minute long <laughs> episode that was probably two hours. Uh, uh, yeah, we talked about snakes with arms and legs. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> my yeah it's all coming back all coming back to me now uh that's kind of cool though i mean it's not well it is what is the laundry fl- yeah yeah it makes me a little bit jealous because i'm always behind on my laundry i have a washer dryer yeah so it'd be kind of ridiculous if i got it done mm-hmm. but i'm always behind on it how do you get behind on laundry what does that even mean it means that i just have a ton of laundry to clean and then once i clean it you have more i don't put it away Oh, so then I'm just like taking it like a big mm-hmm. ball of laundry mm-hmm. out of a basket and being like, oh, I hope to God I can find another sock. And like <sighs> I find that one sock and then I can't find the other one. Where yeah. are you? That's that's the part for me. I don't mind putting clothes in a washing machine and pulling them out of the washing machine. Yeah, it's all the steps after that. <laughs> it's the after that. It's the it's the, the things are too hot now. And it's like warm and clammy. Once they come out of the dryer, it's like warm and clammy to have to like fold them and get them all like set up. Mm hmm. And then once you do that, you have to put them in the drawers. Warm and glammy. How warm yeah, is like your dryer? Warm out of the dryer, but then, you know, you're folding all the clothes and I like, you know, I get sweaty and, and I don't, and then I have to wash more clothes. I really want to see you take clothes out of a dryer and I, put them away. I hate <laughs> it. It's, the mental image right now is so you much. just like in like a flop sweat, just trying to fold your clothes before, uh, while they're still well, too hot. Part of it too is like, I'm doing that in a laundromat and I'm, uh, not in, okay. I'm in like, the f- the filth of humanity. Oh my god! It really it beep, is. Beep, 
It's, no, no, no. Like, I don't mean like the people there are filthy. I mean, oh, like, you mean like the place is filthy. The place is dirty. Yeah, I'm, in okay. the fil- I'm in other people's filth. I thought you're like, I'm surrounded by f- human scum flesh. Bags. Oh, no, no. That's exactly what I meant. It's like crawling into a Walmart and having a, to crawl along the floor to get to whatever you're doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not the people, it's, it's the place. It is the place. Yeah, it's a, oh, it's so depressing. Um, laundromats. Why, yeah. Which and when why. I drive by laundromats, I see people just sitting there like, why am I here? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's three, it's two to three hours of, of a week that I get back. Mm. It's mine and no one can take it from me. Well, I mean, you know, they could, but I think they could. I hope to God they don't. Yeah. Please say why you should always tip your service workers. Mm. Handsomely. Now, ah, we, we, we have, we have discussed tipping on this program before. Nope. We have not discussed. We, t- we discussed it in person. Oh. Anyway, long story short, I I have been tossing around the idea of giving giving a gift to the the people at the laundromat who clean my clothes, like yeah. around Christmas time. Yeah, like you should. I think so. If you like, if they're like your bros, no, they're not. I mean, they're they're awesome. They're super friendly. They're kind. They work. Yeah, really that's, hard. I guess that's what I mean. Like you don't have to like hang out with them, get drinks. But yeah. like if you, you know, they, do they know your name? Huh? Do they know your name? No, they have to ask me every time. But <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, did I mention that they're the filth of humanity? No. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. Uh, I have no, no. I think you're right though. I think giving that's a nice thing to do, and and it'll it'll cement you in their mind. So maybe they'll actually start remembering your name. No, they they know they know who I am, and they know who Kelsey is. Like they know both of us. Yeah. And the time when we both came in, we both went to go drop off laundry at mm. the same time at the laundromat. Yeah. Separately. So I was coming from one end of the state. She was coming from another end of you the state. You didn't know? We did not know. We both ended up at the laundromat coming in in two separate entrances and seeing Whoa. each other in the middle. And they saw us both come in. And then you all made out. Yeah. And we had a, it was just a giant orgy. In the oh, God. The laundromat. It was beautiful. But it was so comfortable sensuous. because there were so many layers of clean clothing and everywhere. knew everyone else's names. <laughs> right. It was wonderful. It's no, but beautiful. they recognize us when, they, when we come in. Yeah. We just have a weird last name that's really hard to spell Carol. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I guess it's hard to spell. It is. How do you spell it? C A R R O L. Two R's, two L's. So close. Damn it. How long have you known me? Why does it? I think it's in my phone wrong. It's check. <laughs> check. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> it might be. Uh, it can't be. But I've actually, I've thought a lot about. Oh, man, I hope it's not. Hmm. Oh, jeez. Is it? No, no, it's it. I got oh, it. My phone knows. Oh, that's good. That's all that really matters. I just put your birthday in my phone today, so no hard feelings. Well, your birthday's been in my phone for a while because of my wife, because she puts everybody's <laughs> birthdays in our phone on our shared calendar. Uh, yeah, I... Is Frankenberry your phone background? <laughs> no, but he is in my phone. Uh, yeah, what's the deal with Frankenberry? No. Uh, I've, I've thought for a while about, and I have not done it, mm. But I've thought about it a lot of times uh, giving a gift to my garbage men. Mm. You know, because they do a crappy job. Sometimes Wait, they do a bad job. <laughs> they, do a, they do such a bad job. And I'm like, maybe if I give them a gift, I'll like stop being so stupid at picking up my garbage. 
No, no, no. They do a job that is crappy to do. How would they know it's a gift and not garbage? <laughs> 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 well, I wouldn't like cover it in old banana peels or something and be like, hey, here's a $50 gift card. Right, let's say you get them a six pack of beer. How do you present it to them? Oh my gosh. That it's a gift. Why am I getting them a six pack of beer? I feel like I would just need to be out there in the morning and be like, hey. Hey, hey, you're doing a crappy job. <laughs> you're doing a crappy job. Let me give you a Have gift. Have this beer. <laughs> no, like, do people not do that? Is that not a thing? I mean, that's the question is how do you communicate to them? So you you would actually want to physically here's, be there. Here's what I do. You realize in Judaism that is the lowest, the absolute lowest form of a good deed is when you do a good deed for someone and they know who did it. Really? Yeah. So you 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 have done the lowest form. I believe it's midrash. You have done the lowest form of the good deed for the garbage man. It's. I feel like there are lower forms. It's almost shameful. No, the highest form <laughs> of a good deed is doing a good deed in a way that you don't know you did a good deed. And they don't know you did a good deed. <laughs> so like and they don't know selective amnesia. What is this like? Clue? Like, <laughs> I believe I did a good deed in the library for you. Yeah. Like, uh, but I don't know. So it's the highest form of a good deed. With the candlestick. With the candlestick. Yeah. A good deed for you with a candlestick. (laughs) Oh, jeepers. Mm hmm. Uh, no. Melty, melty. Feels so good, huh? Oh. Uh, no, I, you know what? All right. If, if we're going to. If we're going to try to placate uh, Judaism, I guess all right, I high, all right, the highest, the highest form of good deed is actually you don't, you know, you did it, but they don't know who did it. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, and I get that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think there is value to people knowing that you gave a gift and like, so I, sorry, I don't agree with that, no. but that's great. Um, but in this case, Where I wouldn't you get your ancient wisdom from. Hmm. It's not from the Jews. Oh, okay. No, no, that's that's totally. I'm questioning. I mean, technically, probably tons of things I think and do do come from Judaism and lots of other places. But yeah, yeah. uh, All your, all your. What are your books called? Not self help. What's the polite personal productivity and better personal development. Sorry, development. Personal development. Um, self help is a little. I mean, it's not offensive, but it just makes. it just makes it, I think self-help is definitely a term people use. I mean, it's, it is a category, I think, on Amazon and stuff like that, but it's also a term people use to sort of dismiss things. Like, oh, it's a self-help book. Like, uh, oh, wow, I'm I'm the big, powerful bear, and I can do this work. Like, I'm the best. Yeah. But, like, there's a lot of value to those things, and totally. most people in that community oh, call so it personal like, development. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, like that sort of negative. Yeah, like, oh, you're, you know, look in a mirror and be like, you're worth it. Like, that kind mm-hmm. of, like, self-help is, people just dismiss it as, like, oh, it's, like, wishy-washy or... set tapes. Yeah, right. Or, you know, the in the founder, when he has, like, that record that plays. I love that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, But, no, like, I don't care if they know I gave it to them or not. I just want to give them a gift. Okay. <laughs> um, what would the outcome of it be? Like, what's your desired? Uh, is that they just feel like, you know, oh, thanks. Somebody appreciated that I do this job. Hmm. And like, yeah, I get paid to do this job, but like, they don't want to do it. I don't, I don't want to be a garbage man. I don't want to take care of that job. And plus like the garbage men that do my route hmm. will take like anything. I could put like a dead body out there and they'd be like, well, I guess there's a dead body. I got to throw in the garbage now. Like they'll take <laughs> anything. It's amazing. When I used to live in Providence, Mm-mm. they don't, they're very particular. Uh, but in North Providence, not nah. yeah. like I just, those things can be like, I got 
18 garbage barrels out there and they'll just be like spend five minutes in front of my house just pouring them all out wow really it's really awesome Gosh, we gotta bring ours to north prom take it if it's fine yeah. i can take it unlimited garbage uh they won't take like couches and stuff but no. you gotta call in for that but for christmas trees they do that at a certain point of the year but you know what? That's not on the garbage men. That's on the town. Oh, yeah. My garbage Dude. men have big hearts. There might even be women. I don't know. Yeah, garbage. Garbage people. Garbage people. <laughs> <laughs> you, you garbage people doing a crappy job. <laughs> Anyways, those are the people I want to give a gift to. I guess my mailman, yeah. too. Like, I thought about that. Uh, people used to do that, right? I don't know. I mean, and again, that's a weird person to try to give a gift to because <laughs> how do they know it's for them? Well, I th- they come by Return regularly enough. No one. Please don't. <laughs> Plus, give this I don't know me. his name, so like I would just be I'll like, two male person. <laughs> two. You're doing a crap. My job. favorite male person, heart face, heart face. Yeah, heart face. Well, the, the just, face with the hearts for eyes. Yeah, yeah, but in my mind, all of a sudden, it's just like there it's were no, heart. there was no mouth or nose or eyes. Oh. It was just a heart, a human heart on their face. Oh. Uh, yeah, but I think you should do it. I think you should give a gift to him. All right. Well, what should I get my laundry people? Detergent. Notice how I didn't call them garbage people. <laughs> or, or people that do a crappy job. What should I get my garbage laundry people? <laughs> well, I, I mean, the gift I would, for instance, the gift yep. I would give the garbage people mm. is probably like a giant bag full of trash. Wow. <laughs> and you, but well, you, you wrap it real nice. I wrap it real nice. Yeah. And I put a gift card on it. But dude, all future gifts are garbage. All gifts are future garbage. Yeah. The delivery, the intention was good. The delivery was bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to edit that in post. Yeah. Put it back. Yeah. In. It'll never air. <laughs> All future gifts are garbage in the future <laughs> when garbage is our currency. <laughs> <laughs> All gifts will be garbage. Here, have a giant rotten banana peel. I don't know mm. why banana peels are so in my mind. You planted it, it becomes a banana tree. <laughs> and we don't we- know how things work in the <laughs> future. <laughs> oh, could be rollerblades. <laughs> Imagine you open a banana and instead of a banana, it's something else. That would kind of be awesome. Especially if it like looked exactly like a banana. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. You open it and, and oh my God, it's a penis. Oh my God. <laughs> From wow. the, the phallological the museum in Iceland. Have you ever heard of that? Is there a, really there's a follow, we follow logical, follow logical. Yeah. It's very Christmas oriented. They put little, right. uh, uh, <clears throat> Chris's things on the penises. No, uh, in Iceland, there's a there's a museum of penises. Really? Yeah. Phallological. I I don't know if that's the that's term. That's so good. Phallological. Uh, yeah, it's got like whale penises, all different animals. They've got a couple human ones, I think. Wow, it's crazy. Are we didn't get to go live. Yeah, there's just a dude, a couple of dudes that he pays like, he pays them like 20 grand a year, but I mean, all they have to do is stand around naked with their their ding-dongs hanging out, so. Do they at least cover the rest of the body so there's no shame? Yeah, it looks like it's it's on a wall. Okay. Except when it moves. Like it's mounted. (laughs) When it beats. How do they feed it? How do they feed the penis? Yeah, do they feed it? Yeah, they throw out little treats. Sometimes (laughs) it looks like a long nose. Or like an elephant truck. Do they ever draw eyes on on the display to make it look like a big nose and it like a funny bearded <laughs> like mouth? a pig nose? Yeah, uh, yeah. So well, they do, do you think they do any trimming or or other? Oh. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, any land manscaping on the penis? No, like around it, around <laughs> the area. Do they just have it, or is it like the other accoutrement? Oh, that's a good question. I feel yeah. like it's just the penis. Is it flaccid? Well, this is a mature rating <laughs> waiting to happen. Um, 
Good question. Well, some animals have a penis bone. What's that mean? What do you mean? What does that mean? You mean it is permanently? Yeah, like dogs have a penis bone. What does that mean? It's it's always like up. Like it it, it goes further when they are like aroused or, or maybe not aroused. I guess when they're gonna like mate or whatever. But mm. there, there's like a certain animals have like a bone structure in their penis. Wow. I'm right, aren't I? I don't. I've. I've. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I've never researched this. Topic. Well, it's not like I'm. It's on top of my Google search or something. I've got like a live updates every time a new article about animal penises mm-hmm. come out. Yeah, it's a Google News uh, update. Yeah, that's actually why that I thing? had to shut down Google Reader is because of there were just too many massive <laughs> subscription. Whoa! Archive. Don't talk about my massive subscription. All right, whoa! Uh, yeah, there's a bone in that thing. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that there's a bunch of animals that have bones. I mean, like, you look at a dog, right? Like a male dog or, like, even a – maybe a cow or <laughs> bull. But don't you – don't you. Don't you make fun <laughs> of me for calling cows dung, dongles. Uh, you look at a dog. Okay. And it looks like it has a little wiener all the time, I'm right? I'm never going to look at a dog the same way again. Well, we look like we have wieners all the time, too. <laughs> no, we do. <laughs> but we don't have a wiener bone. <laughs> but they all they always look like they've got like a little, little tiny dog boner. Really? No, they... Oh, man. I'm, <laughs> I love I'm that almost, I'm trapped doing this conversation. I'm almost definitely wrong. There's no... I have to. No, no, no. To. Please do not Google this. <sighs> Oh my gosh! Yes, dogs have dog have bone bones in their penis. That's it. I'm just I'm going with it. And when they go to do it, it gets like the, ugh, it's terrible. Actually, it's the worst. Have you ever seen that? You must have. Oh, this is absolutely the worst. Yeah, it it's like a little sausage wild. being pushed pushed out, pushed out. Yeah, pushed out. Yeah, and it's just oh god. Yeah, <laughs> and it's. It's like a little candle wick on the Why front of it. What are we talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not want to know any more about this topic. I'm shutting it down. No more Mad Libs about this. We're not bringing this up as a, like a JP's like kooky corner, kinky corner. It's JP's kinky corner. We talk about all the states where bestiality is legal. <laughs> uh, they call it buggery. <sighs> That was the worst. That was a nightmare. I don't know if that should stay in or not. What do you think? I don't know. We'll have to listen. A lot of it's probably going to have to get cut out. We will probably laugh hysterically at it, but that can never air. Uh, Maybe the part. Yeah, probably the part about the little penis wick. Wow. (laughs) Repeated it. (laughs) Um, Man. Let's stick a dynamite. Ready to explode. Uh, Beep. Beep. (laughs) Uh, Where do we go from there, huh? Boy. uh, hmm. I went to Iron Maiden the other night. You went, you saw a rock show? I did. First one I've been to in a while. What is, who'd you go with? I went with my friend Adam. Actually, you probably have seen him lots of times at the airport. You take Southwest a lot, right? Uh Oh, it's Southwest. How was DC? I was talking about Iron Maiden. Oh, I'm sorry. No, but DC was great. It was our nation's capital. Did you see the White House? I did, kind of. It's You can't really get close to it anymore. Well, we all know. Oh, wow. Current president. Actually, I think it's been that way for a while. Uh, because of those people that ran across the White House lawn. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so now it's like there's the White House fence that surrounds it, which is like what most people have probably seen. And then there's like... 90 feet back from it 
a bunch of cement blocks that say do not pass hmm. say you shall not pass and uh so you really it's kind of yeah it's really not that interesting to see hmm. you apparently you can see it better from the other side but can you take torf you can but apparently you like you have to book them at least six months out and they won't guarantee that you'll actually get in so like you have to plan your trip and then maybe that when the day comes they'll go like yeah we actually can't fit you in that day which is kind of crazy. Well, it's like most like Michelin star restaurants, right? Ugh. Michelin star restaurants, like um, Linnea in Chicago. You have to like book. They only allow bookings like six weeks out, mm. and if you book, you book, and they could cancel on you. You could travel out, and they could cancel on you. What? I think I don't know. I mean, I I can't imagine that's all Michelin restaurants. Like, <laughs> hey, we're all shitty. Like, we're not gonna well, no, honor no, your like reservation. They're so good that sometimes, it, sometimes what? Uh, <laughs> There's no, really no reason that's well, good. No, to, like if your chef dies or has, okay, is in that's car crash fair. or has cancer. Okay, those. I think any cool. restaurant maybe could have that problem. Not any, but any decent restaurant could have that problem no a decent restaurant wouldn't have that problem like a mcdonald's or a burger king true enough you know a lot about burger king What's that? uh dc our nation's capital it's good yeah how was uh forest hmm well i saw the forest spirits there in the karak woods the karak woods the karak woods mm, yes um <laughs> it was uh uh no it's good ah it's iron maiden huh <laughs> hopping and hopping and hopping topic to topic point by point point by point point by point beautiful minds point by point where no points are connected except when you are crazy enough to think they are um you don't want to talk about your woods i don't really know what to talk about what'd you eat what didn't I eat? Hmm. oh wait a minute no you just you just stymied me in a boring topic who me? <laughs> <laughs> the boring topic police are here. They're oh, they have come to. Uh, so we had to eat. Uh, I will list all the ingredients separately. Okay. Yeah. Don't tell me what any of the foods are. I'll figure them out. This will be like a blind taste test. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. You ready? Yep. Sausage. That's not an ingredient. No. I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna go like omelets. <laughs> no, listen, listen. Sausage is an ingredient in what we ate. Okay. So what goes into sausage, though? I don't know. Bre- breakfast. <laughs> it was breakfast. Bre- breakfast sausage. I don't. I really don't know what's in breakfast sausage, and I do not want it. Yeah, them. you probably don't want it. Yep. So breakfast sausage, egg, fried. Okay. Hole-in-ones or frog in a hole, but with sausage. So it was like breakfast donuts with sausage breakfast donuts. I'm going to give you another one. Flour. Yeast. I'm not sure if I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about because it sounds pretty obvious. Listen, flour, (laughs) yeast, egg, sugar. Yeah. Butter. Yeah. Probably a pancake. Nope. I'm going to see if I can deep fryer. You guys had a deep fryer with you? Flour. Yeast. Yeah. Like a doughboy? Water. Sugar, egg, butter, maybe lard, deep fryer, cinnamon, sugar, French toast. Nope. 
What? You're so Did you make donuts? Now. We had donuts. You made donuts? No. Oh, don- you had. Donut have. the shop. Oh, donut the shop. We went to donut the shop. Yeah, we went to <laughs> Two donut types the of shop. Donuts. Second day, they do uh, a dozen donuts for $10, which I feel like is a pretty good deal. Allie's is cheaper. Mm, maybe. Mm. Maybe not. Anyway, they do two kinds of donuts, like I stated on a previous podcast. It's we have talked about donuts. Plain old-fashioned and uh, cinnamon. Cinnamon, yeah. And they're both very good. Uh, I should have brought you back once. So yeah, actually. Wow, that would been pretty cool. But you're on your diet, so you can't That's eat true. it. That's true. I wouldn't yeah. have eaten it anyway. Hormone diet. Hormone diet. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, we had that. I mean, you know, it's like... We uh, we eat better camping, I think, than I thought we would. So I've been going now. Like this is like the fourth year that Kelsey and I could have gone. We skipped last year because of the wedding, but um, right. the first year I was like so surprised because when I think camping, I think like hot dogs, baked beans, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah. I get into that. It's mm. perfect. Hot dogs, baked beans, s'mores, every meal. Yeah, just ripping it all just day long. <laughs> all day. Just farting all day. Just constant mm-hmm. farting. Oh, what's that? Oh, I'm oh. so happy. More mm. more baked beans. So good. 17th meal. Yeah, fruit salad. I don't know what else you eat. Yeah. But no, they do like. And that was just breakfast. They do. Yeah, right. <laughs> they do steak. Like Whoa. We did, what do we do? We did, uh, we roasted sweet potatoes underneath the coals, like wrapped in aluminum foil. Wow. And they had like steaks that were nicely marinated, like over the top of the coals and the fire, like wow. over like a grate. Is this a campsite? Yeah. So yeah. it's car camping. Yeah. Um, so like all the food, a lot, like Kelsey's parents will like cook food like the week leading into camping mm. and basically like freeze it and bag it and bring it up with them. Nice. So we've got like home cooked meals on a campsite. Wow. Like Kelsey's on uncle, like did a chicken over a coal fire. Like they did a chicken on a spit chicken on a coal. It's really great. Yeah. But like that's what I think of when I think of camping. It's like you're cooking something over an open fire. Yeah. Um, Why? Wait, wait, wait. So what I'm confused about now is you said like, Oh, when we had I thought barbecue of camping, pork sandwiches. Wow. That's not like when I think of camp food, yeah. I don't think of that. No, but I do think of like the sweet potatoes and steak thing is, is it, pretty typical camping food i guess i would never agree with that in a million years a typical camping food I don't, what's a typical camping what do you eat gorp you eat <laughs> gorp blob <laughs> gorp uh oops uh, uh no i mm. i've never been camping <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> uh i've been like once or twice but you've never been camping no nah, i've been i, I camped quote unquote at like a campsite like once you go hiking through exotic countries oh i'm sorry so when i was overseas we've been camping but like we don't we're, we have porters what's that oh oh no i know what that is it's like a person who collects a bunch of stuff and and yeah they like, like their they house. carry part of our stuff and they would like set up our tents and stuff so like we yeah they're like we weren't living hard porters they're they're the people they have like 60 cats and like all the old furniture yep and they think they're collectors but they're really porters Exactly, but They're that it's that popular TV show to on, catch a uh, porter. To catch a porter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why do you think you're here right now? Uh, uh, because I t- took some Lucky Charms from the store. No, it's because you have are a pedophile. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Is that what porters are? Yeah, porter. They're all p- portophiles. No, they're uh, phileo. Portofileo. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I'm going to call him food now. You, you don't get to know what porters are. 
You don't deserve to know what porters are. You can't handle it. But no, a steak and sweet potatoes. Come on, most people don't even need sweet potatoes. Really? I shouldn't say most people, but I like people. Most don't, people don't eat sweet potatoes. Most people don't eat sweet potatoes. Paters. Paters. Oh, you're going to have your paters, Mr. Frodo. Oh, oh, oh come on, Mr. Sam. Frodo. Oh, Sam. Did you call him Mr. Frodo? I don't remember. Yeah, oh, yeah. he definitely does. I feel like I had Sam. a good Sam going on there. That was very good. You got to eat your paters, Mr. Frodo. You got to eat your paters. <laughs> That's a solid goal. Hmm. That's all I can do. Uh, actually, your photo is pretty good. Oh, shoot. I don't even remember what I'm ordering. Oh, damn it. Why are, we, why are we always on the phone at some point in this it's, damn I think, thing? I think it's because we like to prank call the fine dining establishments of greater Providence. Yeah, area. our classic pranks. Yep. <laughs> we do. You know that prank where you call a place and you order food and then you're like really gracious to them. And then once you're done with the call later on, you go and pick it up. <laughs> that good prank. And then when you pick it up, you also pay the money because like you're a good human. Yeah. Oh, jeepers. When's Nicole getting back? Hello. Hi, I'd like to place an order. Sure, what do you want? I'm going to get uh, chicken yakitori. Yakitori, mm-hmm. okay. Two miso soups. Mm-hmm. Uh, two tree rolls. Mm-hmm. And a chicken teriyaki with the teriyaki on the side. I'll also take 12 dumplings, a crab rangoons. The, I'm sorry, the chicken sauce on the side. Mm-hmm. What one side? The chicken? The chicken sauce teriyaki. on the side. The sauce on the side. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sauce underneath, please. Chicken, chicken, sauce on my bottom. All right, thank you. Just put the sauce. Yeah. Just rub it on my bottom. <laughs> Wait a minute. The sauce at bottom. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to have chicken teriyaki. Uh, I'm going to put the sauce on the side. Wait, do you want the chicken on the side? <laughs> <laughs> what are you asking? Yeah, fill up a container with vegetables and teriyaki sauce. Please put the chicken on the side. <laughs> what the? Listen, heck? I don't want my chicken sauced. Okay. Yeah. Do not sauce and vegetable you, my chicken. You put as much sauce as you can fit on those vegetables. Those vegetables. But if it touches soak it a up. piece of that chicken, I'm throwing it in the trash did right you tell in front you of you. You wanted the sauce on the bottom. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I think you did. She said sauce on bottom. You said okay. Hey. God, we talked about that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, uh, so, yeah, DC. <laughs> Iron Maiden. Oh, what about Iron Maiden? I don't know. You went to go see them in the concert. Did you thrash? Uh, no, there's no thrashing at that show. People stand politely and listen, damn it. Pretty much. Okay. There was a small standing area in the front, and those people were really just like putting their hands up in the air very excited but praising, no, praising the lord praising PTL. yeah it's the lord is bruce dickinson PTL oh no ptl uh it was like twenty thousand people there it was packed PTL. Like apparently holy cow <laughs> that's the biggest worship concert i think i've ever heard of <laughs> iron maiden that's actually not true what's what's iron what's the biblical significance of the iron maiden uh well the the maiden mm-hmm. uh, at the court. Okay, maiden at the court. Maiden yep. in the well. Maiden in the well. Maiden of the well. Maiden by the well. Maiden by the well. She's not really a maiden though, is she? Because she's kind. She's got how many hus- hus- husbands? Eight. 
eight husband, husband, husbands. Yeah, but she has a will of iron. Okay. And so that's why we call her the Iron, iron Maiden. Maiden. But what does the Iron Maiden come from, if not the Bible? Because as we all know... It's a torture device. <laughs> okay, yeah, they have those in the Bible. Yeah, well, certainly. Yeah. But uh, now isn't the Iron Maiden the, the thing that closes on you and it's got like the spikes in it or something? No idea, but uh, that sounds logical. What else could it be? Uh, I, everything in my mind goes to torture devices. <laughs> yeah. Iron Maiden, it just, they just sound like something that's clamping down on you that's made of iron. Mm-hmm. Like a very variety of ways. Are you thinking that because of... The torture device called Iron Maiden? Yeah. No, what were you going to say? No, I don't know. I had I had a, a, a random thread about the women in your life torturing you and oh, you're associating geez. the Maiden with torture. And right. Or like Game of Thrones. Mm. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, wait. You haven't watched Game of Thrones, have I... So the last episode I saw was what's the guy, the dancing guy from the Sun Village or whatever his name is, who gets his eyes smashed in by the mountain's thumbs. The dancing guy from the Sun Village. <laughs> it sounds like a court jester in like from a the tiny happy place where all the people there sleep with each other. No. Well, in the show, kind of. Mm-hmm. The show makes everything like hypersexual mm-hmm. compared to the book. But yeah, no, he comes R. from R. a Martin, king. Like a king. Are those books like, are they like Harry Potter fan fiction? Or are they like really getting into it <laughs> like the show does? Uh, did you know that Fifty Shades of Grey is actually Twilight fan fiction? Started out that way? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about right now. Right now we're talking about... <laughs> The Game of Thrones and the Jester from the, the Sun Village. The, the guy who's fighting for Tyrion. Yeah. He, the prince. Yeah, the prince from Sun Country. The Viper. The, the airline from that the flies Kingdom from London of... to Boston to Minneapolis to Los Angeles. Sun Country, that's right. I love Sun Country so much. I've been on there once. It's my favorite airline. Is it? Oh, it's the best. Why is it the best? Uh, because it goes exactly where I need it to, when I need it to, for the price I need it to. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> the dancing guy from the Sun Village. Yeah, <laughs> the one. Uh, okay, so here's the deal. He has to fight on behalf of Tyrion Lannister. Yeah, and then who doesn't really care about? But he's just he's doing it because he wants to fight the mountain. And he's winning, and yeah. he's got the mountain pinned, and all he needs to do is just kill the guy. Yeah, and it's stupid. Hubris. Yeah, what the? And then the mountain kills him, and. And so I haven't watched another episode beyond that because that image of his eyes being smushed in by the mountain's thumbs is still in my head. This I can see it the moment you mentioned it. it I is, can see it in my it's head. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's bad. I can't get it out, and I do not want to watch another episode of Game of Thrones. There's no redeeming thing about no. that show after that. <laughs> no, there's no violence in that show for the rest of the series that I've seen so far. Anyway, that really? uh, is anywhere near that. It was just so bad. Was that you a- know what in the book though? Like it was almost worse. Um, how it's, it's just, I think just the visualizing of it in my own head, put a blood packet on the page that he can just like, <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I was reading it. It squirted like shove this blood into, into my own eyes. eyes. <laughs> right. Uh-oh. Uh, no, yeah, I get that. Um, so many good things happen past that point, though. All right, so uh, the mountain it. gets does die, and they bring him back from the dead, and hey. he becomes Cersei's like slave hey, soldier. I don't. You just ah. <laughs> um, Man. it's not a huge point. Yeah, Wonder right? Woman defeats Ares with love. Kind of right. Yep. Um, it's not a major plot point. What I just told you. When does Cersei cut her hair? 
Well, I'm not going to tell you that. Is that an important plot point? Does it she is. lose her, her Samson-like strength? She does, yeah. That's why she had to have the mountain killed off, because she couldn't beat him back anymore. Is Samson... Samson, Samson's, Samson's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Samsonite! This episode of the podcast brought to you by Samsonite. I was way off. Love your suitcase. Love, your, love life. Yeah. All right. So, well, we're gonna have to cut it soon. Oh yeah, I definitely gotta go. go pick up your wife's food. I do, but. It's so hard to say goodbye. It is so hard to say goodbye.